0: All right, all right, guys. So for today's episode, we're going we're, we're going to discuss a little bit with the one and only Chris Bond I said it I, I said it best the last time that I had to screw it up like usual. <laughs> but yeah, for today's episode, this is a fellow 24-year-old that has gone a long way. Uh, a little bit of him, he has worked for Ty Lopez in the past. He was able to manage 30k per day in Spend. He's now working mostly on Uh, email marketing, funnel optimization, CRO, et cetera. And yeah, Chris, I just wanted you to maybe introduce yourself and let the listeners or watchers, depending on where they're consuming this content, uh, know who you are and your background.
1: Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Um, Hey, everyone. Uh, So this is kind of my first podcast, so it's exciting to jump on here. Oh, awesome. Um, Yeah. So uh, basically, I started off in web design about five years ago um and from there i went on to seo and ppc and then after that i actually enjoyed more of the analytics and the optimization portion of marketing so i went more into cro um throughout that entire time i was taking courses and mentorships and guidance basically um, fast tracking my journey through those different points of uh marketing and all those different uh channels uh and then after that um through you know throughout that i had my agency and i was consulting on the side um, and then I started my contract with Rev, which is Ty Lopez's uh, e-commerce portfolio. So they do an estimate of 250 million US a year. Um, and I was the main cro So we were assisting with the data science team and also the design team and the product team. Uh, so that was our main thing there. Uh, after that, I managed uh, a rapid test uh, PPC ad campaign um, for, it was about 30K a month, uh, like you said sorry, 30K a day, like you said. And then after that, I worked with a company called CAA. Uh, it's located in Canada, but the American version is AAA. Um, and then after that, I basically have this program, uh, my data marketing partnership that I have for e-commerce businesses that are doing a minimum of $2 million a year in revenue. Uh, and also, I do various
0: contracts as well. Awesome. Awesome. Brother, uh, Some something that, I mean, just for, for the people that are consuming the content, I actually met Chris yesterday, <laughs> like, face to, well, not face to face, but like for the first time that we spoke was yesterday on a Zoom call. Yeah. And immediately something that I think that clicked for the both of us is the fact that, well, we are both 24 years old. And we started to talk about, right, brother, about um, some of the key lessons that we we wish somebody has told us. or So we we were able to know sometime when we got started so that uh, things basically just could get easier as than than they were basically right so i don't know if you wanted to share some of these lessons or some of these things that uh for it doesn't matter people that are 18 or 20 years old or let's say mid-20s like maybe we are that you would like to share with with the audience right yeah of course
1: um three lessons for sure i I don't think they're order in order but just three lessons in general um so one of them is leverage is honestly better than quote unquote, being a hard worker, working 18 hours a day, if you can yeah. leverage other people or leverage uh, software and things like that, you will get farther. And it's also way more uh, stable instead of working the crazy hours, because you will burn out doing that. Yeah. Um, I wish I learned that earlier. I wish I learned what the power of leverage was um, at the beginning, because I'm sure it would have helped me uh, tremendously by then. I-, I learned that in the last couple of years of my life. Um, after that, I would say momentum. Momentum is a real thing. Uh, When you feel like you're on a on a high, don't, you know, get comfortable and just, you know, take your foot off the pedal. You should really just push as hard as you can to get to that next level, Uh, because if that is the time of opportunity, you have to take it. Because no matter how hard you work, opportunity has to come first. And also working hard does open opportunity, but it's not always guaranteed. So when something comes your way, make the best of it. And that is definitely the number one thing I would say. So if I were to rank it, that'd be the number one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And the third one, um, I think it's having tough skin. So realizing that you're going to fail a lot, you're going to fall on your face all the time. And that is just a part of it. Every failure is actually a lesson learned. Um, So even if, you know, maybe the first agency you have wasn't successful or the second one wasn't successful, but the third one might be the one that takes you to where you want to be in your life. So it's very important that failure is not a negative um it is just a it's part of the process
0: awesome awesome I also wanted to to because I know that you have a super interesting outreach or prospecting process using uh, I mean you target recruiters and you are thinking more long term when you do you, you do yeah. your outreach right uh but I don't want to to let's say do a about use of the opportunity of this topic and I also wanted to to add some of add, add a little bit to what you just shared man because uh, for me, the biggest lesson that I've ever had is actually understanding that entrepreneurship is all about solving problems. Because when you get started, this actually, I mean, you pretty much every, every person that starts a business is either because their family is already an entrepreneur or they have entrepreneurs, their family, or because they got super motivated watching YouTube videos or something. <laughs> what happens is that they just start copying whatever it is that their favorite guru is doing. And don't get me wrong, of course, if it's working for them, there's a reason why. I'm not trying to say that that's wrong or anything. But when you realize that you actually need to solve real problems and that you actually need to give some sort of unique value to the marketplace in order to get money in return, you are going to start thinking differently. And that's what happens, right? You need to start understanding where can you add some value in order to get money in exchange, because that's what, at the end of the day, business is all about. That's a little bit more, let's say, internal about... Um, what you think and how you approach business. And the second thing is actually external. Uh, I was, and this is actually something that I learned from Alex Ormosi, and it is that um, you don't know how much you need to to screw up and how much you need to learn until you actually get started, right? Because everybody makes it seem like, hey, you just need to send 10 Facebook messages per day and you're going to get 10 clients per day, right? Something like that. When in reality, you need to stack a whole bunch of skills, a whole bunch of, things that you need to learn basically in order to even land one client, right? You need to create an offer. You need to have a proper marketing messaging. You need yeah. to know how to book calls, how to close deals, etc. cetera. And I mean, most people don't even know how how far they are from actually getting to be not even mediocre, right? So that uh, that's one of the things that if people actually knew, I think that they would be uh, good to go, right? But that 100%. being said, uh, yeah, I, wa- I wanted you to, to maybe go over some of the um, outreach process that you're doing that long-term th- thinking that you have because I found it super interesting. Man. Yeah, so
1: you're going to laugh. So uh, I actually got it from Alex Ramosi as well. Yeah. Um, one, of, It was just one of his random tweets. I wasn't like any of his videos or anything like that. It was the idea that in order to create something long term, you need to have the foundations put in place. And yep. people always think the foundations are always correct. I ha- I was on my own for five years, you know, working as a freelancer, eventually an agency and then eventually a partner and a contractor. Um, and then I realized this the solution was in order for me to go to that next level, I needed to build an audience. I need to build people that understand who I am and what I basically preach. Yep. Um the reason why, and that's that's the go for purely B two B. Like it's not, I'm not trying to sell courses or stuff like that. It's purely a B two B perspective. Um, and the reason why is because I'm really good at talking. I I obviously I'm stuttering there, but I mean like when I'm actually like speaking about <laughs> <laughs> speaking about uh, a concept that I'm passionate about, like for marketing analytics and things of that nature. I've done my I've done my homework, I've done my research, I've done my experience. I have all that behind me, and I just want to teach and kind of explode that and you know how help other people become more successful. So like on a sales call, for example, it's not just trying to make a sale, it's diagnosing their problem and then giving them a solution. So the solution is typically in line with what we do um if it's not, then I tell them straight up that I can't help them, but here is what they should do for their next step. and by doing that, um, that's that's the key to growing, to helping other people in that way., um, so building a following in that sort of respect of people understand like my my ideas and how I would answer something um, is really cool to me because when that happens, then people will reach out to me and they know exactly what they're gonna get from me versus trying to do the cold outreach, trying to message you know 100 people a day and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, which I still do. I still have that. It's part of the, it's part of the umbrella of outreach. Um, but the main goal is to build that audience um, so I can have it forever. So those people know who I am and what I stand for. Um, in terms of outreach specifically, um, there's, there's a few different positives that I take from it. Um, for example, the cold email stuff, that's typically to a business. So what I've realized and what I've learned is reaching out to basically like a referral network. And in this situation, it would be recruiters. So recruiters benefit. You give them value by signing a contract and by signing and doing your due diligence and doing the work for someone because that's their job. Their job is to find someone that does that. So you are both like-minded with the same goal. So it's not as cold of an email versus trying to approach a business that may not understand your goal or they may just think you're trying to sell them versus a recruiter. They're going to get paid to put you in front of people. So when you have those types of relationships and you build out a network just of recruiters and you are on a contract basis, even if your salary, by all means, like um, you can still do the same route because eventually you should move every couple of years, every three years because um, you're going to make way more money that way. If you stay in the same spot, you'll never grow. So um, moving back to the business side of it, once you have that stream of just recruiters everywhere, you're going to get constant messages. And Hey, I was thinking about you. Uh, This seems like a perfect role or perfect contract for you. That is the perfect way to approach a cold, um, as a contractor, like a cold outreach as a contractor. So
0: awesome. One one of the things that I guess that outside of just the, the actual tip or the actual strategy that you just shared is the, is the, the high level importance of, thinking outside of the box, right? Because everybody buys a course and they immediately go and start straight pitching out of hell everybody that they meet on on LinkedIn, et cetera. Which again, for some people, it might work, et cetera. And I'm not saying that cold email and cold calling and those things don't work at all because that's literally what I do in my business. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, of course it works, but uh, it's important to leverage the warmth of your prospects. And what I mean by that is that There are some people, and again, this way it's important to to think outside of the box, because let's say that you run a social media management agency, for example, and you find somebody out there that is posting a job on LinkedIn, you can actually reach out to that person and be like, hey, listen, I am willing to do do the work of this worker that you're looking for, and Mm -hmm. you don't have to pay me a paycheck. How about if instead I do this other thing? You see, like, it's literally just reaching out to people that are doing different, I mean, are doing basically the, the same thing that you do for your agency. And yeah. instead of grabbing it as a cold outreach that, like, typically maybe is the case, you're actually leveraging the the importance of people that are looking for your services, right? Um, yeah.
1: Intent. Intent is, intent is the word there. That's why, like, uh, Google Ads and stuff like that is so effective because people are Google searching with intent. They have a purpose to doing that. It's
0: the exact same
1: process, same sure. mindset.
0: Yeah. Sure. Awesome. Awesome, brother. And listen, some some of the things that I would love that um, maybe you share with with the audiences, um, what you are primarily focusing nowadays when it comes to your to your to your overall day day to day workflow, right? Because I don't know if you would like to share some of your best tips on on your craft, some of the things that you wish you you were were able to know when you started in this, not only on mindset or high level principles, like we discussed every, previously, but maybe yeah. some t- tips or strategies that you would like to share specifically for, for your niche, let's say.
1: Yeah. OK. Um, so something that's happening right now is so Google Analytics. So Google Analytics Universal yeah, um, is closing down in the yeah, summer. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, J- July 2023. I think July 1st, 2023. I might be wrong on the date, but yeah. Um, And so what that means is if you don't install the new version of Google Analytics, which is called GA4 right now, you will lose all the data from when that happened. So in July, you will lose all the data previously if you don't do one of two things. So if you don't have a data warehouse already connected to Google Analytics, or you're processing the data that Google Analytics is taking through a data warehouse, or if you just download Google Analytics for now and just watch them in parallel. So you basically compare the two um, and just take the things that you desperately need from Google Analytics uh, Universal and put it into your GA4. It's not exactly like a one-in-one transfer. The entire way it registers an event is completely different. Um, It's mostly a product analytics version of it. So Google Analytics Universal is more of a web analytics tool and then GA4 is trying to become more of a product analytics tool in combatant with uh companies like Heap and Amplitude. So um that is definitely a really big one right now. Uh, even some of the contracts that I have, um, they're very, very large companies. I'm talking about publicly traded companies, and they're still relying on Google Analytics Universal and they don't have GA4 downloaded. <laughs> so it's it's a big deal. Like it's it's sure, something sure, that's sure. happening um really like very soon in the next uh however long that is seven, eight months. Um, Yeah, yeah, which if you don't have the data, um, like if you don't start now, you're going to lose even more of your year over year. You won't be able to go back. Um, So it's really important in order to have you over your reports and see how the company did last year by starting. You should have started July, July 2022. You should have downloaded this. But uh, now
0: now is better than ever. So awesome. 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 brother. Uh, one of the things that I always like to ask all of the different podcast guests that we've had in the past is actually, I mean, because I know that for some people, they're going to follow you and they're going to get super interesting in what you're doing. For some others, it might be the last time they hear you or yeah. they know who you are, et cetera. And that's great, okay, right? Uh, but I would love it if you can share one idea, one message, one thing that... Um, you basically want to share with the audience and it could be business related. It could be family related. Basically I'm just opening the, the, the window for you to, to shout anything that you believe in and that you would like to, to, to share with the audience basically. I think something I've been thinking about lately.
1: Um, so when people are giving advice, cause I'm assuming a lot of people that are watching this are, they're trying to grow. They're trying to better themselves, better their career, better everything, better their business. Um, trying to go in the, in the right direction basically. Um, it's something that I learned, which is gonna happen constantly, is people are gonna try and give you advice, but the number one thing is advice, the best advice is a reminder of something you already know, but you're just given the information at the right time. So you're reminded of it at the right time in your life where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you're everyone is smart. Everyone can be smart and they have information, um, it, especially if you do a lot of courses and mentorships and read read a lot of books in your topic. Um, but if someone tells you something you already know, but it's just applicable in that moment and you didn't even think about it in that way, that's powerful. That's really powerful. You shouldn't like shut people down if they're speaking about something you already have an education in because it could trigger a thought process for you that could just excel your mindset. They could it, excel um through any barriers that you might be having currently. And I've I've known to be someone that's a little more naive because I have learned a lot. So when I hear people try and give me an explanation on something, I go, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. But if you kind of just take that step back and just listen to what they're saying, it could help you in that certain um, time that you might be struggling with something and you didn't even realize you had the answer
0: all along. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's a great piece of advice for sure. And yeah. Chris... Really from from the bottom of my heart, I really want to appreciate the fact that you are on this podcast, that you decided to uh, spend, I don't know, maybe 15 or 20 minutes. I don't know how was it, uh, yeah. with both me and the audience. And yeah, brother, hope to have you here sometime soon, man.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, too, for listening. <laughs> awesome, brother. Thanks. Thanks.